So welcome back to Zombie Squad Cast. In this episode, I got Johnny Benson. And Johnny and I have worked on a number of films, super, super independent, super ultra low budget films. Oh, yeah. Uh, back in the day, uh, over over a f- course of a few years, and uh, yeah. one of them, Drip, and uh, I think there was a couple of oh, Drip, yeah, that's... yeah, um, with Dwayne uh, Sanchez, who I had on the show yeah. a couple episodes back, and uh, there's there's been a number of other 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 films, short films, feature films, independent stuff that we've worked on, but uh, yeah, so Johnny Benson, actor, uh, musician, mm-hmm. uh, extraordinaire. So Johnny, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, and what's going on. Yeah, no problem, Glenn. Um, Johnny Benson, uh, as Glenn said, um, I have acted in a bunch of independents. Um, I am a professional violinist. Uh, my band is the, uh, the New Brigade. It's an Irish uh, kind of punk rock band. Um, and also, I've kind of shifted my acting. Instead of doing uh, fictional stuff, I actually have my own survival channel on YouTube. And uh, that's, that's pretty much pretty much doing music and uh, the Bug Out Boys. That's what the I do. Bug Out Boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I checked out a little bit of it. And uh, I subscribed to it. And I definitely need to just Thank binge you. watch the whole thing because I'm not good at just checking out clips. I have to, like, sit down and just binge watch stuff. That's, yeah, that's, well, I, I yeah. mean, if you decide to do so, uh, I mean, kind of uh, the nice thing about the way I have it laid out, I have it laid uh, – I have, you know, I have the, the tips – and the reviews and stuff like that, but the actual episodes, I have them in uh, series. So season one, season two. And okay. um, I mean, if you want to binge, start at season one because you just see, it's, it's, it's almost like this huge arc uh, of just how green we were, <laughs> you know, inexperienced, you know, thinking, oh yeah, we're gonna go out in the woods and do this thing. And as you get through the seasons, you actually see our gear change, mm-hmm. um, our techniques change, we get better. Yep. And actually now I'm starting to pull pieces of gear out so I don't have them with me. So I'm really, you know, slimming down. So right. Right. It's, it's I, nice, I think it'd be a nice arc for you to kind of see over time. And also since you've known me for so long, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, I can't agree with you more just from beginning to end watching something and seeing how production value progress mm-hmm. progresses, how acting progresses or, or how the production and how the, the characters progress. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's very different, but me and the wife, uh, for some reason, binge watched all of Jersey Shore from beginning to end. And, and for some reason, that's one of our favorite shows. It's, it's so bad. It's good kind of reality TV, right. but watching. And then, so now here it is 2020, we binged watch from season one to season six of regular Jersey Shore. And then, and then binge watching all of Jersey Shore family vacation, which is kind of like a later on kind of. Mm-hmm kind of like new new uh new series that they're doing but anyways just seeing the progression of the production and how you, they went from you know with, with the reality shows how they went from a bunch of guys with steady cams then they started implementing robo cams within the house and they right. started using more robo cams and less less of the less of the crew members and of course they still have these crew members with these cameras on them if they're going to go to clubs or if they're going to go to some place that they don't completely have 100% control over like nightclubs or what or, or or these ranches or these additional vacation homes that they go elsewhere but yeah that's something I so yeah definitely going to do that you'll see a little bit of that too just i mean me getting on the other side of the camera okay because uh there is no film crew for bug out boys mhm I, I, I took a lot of um, inspiration from Les Stroud 
who is just him and his camera gear. Mm -hmm. And um, by doing that, I think it's, it's less reality TV. There's no film crew there to like assist or distract. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to be behind the camera and like, well, what angles are appealing and how do I edit this together later um, uh, to make a narrative? And, you know, I started off with one camera. Now I have three working on uh, four. I have, you know, all of it was camera audio. Now I actually have separate audio that I use. So yeah, it's just, it's that you'll see that as well as, as, as production value goes up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and so definitely going to check that out. Um, and, and, the, and, and to the viewers links in the description and, and we'll get into that links in the description below to all of uh, yeah. Johnny, Johnny's stuff. So um, de definitely promoting that's, so I'm glad you're staying, I, I mean, clearly you're staying productive, but with, with, with our shut-in, with our Corona, with our COVID shelter in place, are, are right. you still, are you guys still producing the show? It, yes. Because, yeah. honest, because honestly, I don't see why there would be an issue if you're going out to like secluded. Well, uh, so um, yes, I'm still producing uh, Bug Out Boys, but not to the full extent. Mm -hmm. um, you would think it wouldn't be an issue for me to go out in the middle of the woods or nowhere, but if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the state parks in Maryland are closed. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to access them. And I don't feel like having my car towed or getting a fine. I mean, they probably, I'm, I'm not without being bragging, they probably wouldn't be able to find me, but they could find my car. Right. And right. Uh, I, I just don't want to run into that. So the episodes, I did actually one last episode, I, it aired April 1st, and it's all here in uh, my apartment. And it's actually during when we started at like, I would just say level one of the COVID-19 situation. And then Hogan started like clamping down more. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to level two, more starting things got shut down in level three. It's, um, and it actually uh, lists and we demonstrate a lot of things that we, my wife and my child and I are doing as a family in our home to keep ourselves protected uh, in this time. And also uh, what we did previously to prepare, you know, uh, all the food stores and everything that we just have uh, normally because I'm a bug out boy, um, which really benefit us, but it's, it's a bit of a kind of help other people in this sort of time. Uh, but that's the last episode because I actually, I can't get out right now and film full episodes. So I'm still doing right. the reviews and things like that I can do here. Um, that has impacted Bug Out Boys, uh, but musically, I'm shut down. Uh, right. I, I was actually doing kind of like the, I was going over to my uh, guitarist, and we were doing duos uh, for live, and we were actually performing on Facebook Live for a while together, and we were actually uh, getting tips, and we were splitting the tips with the bar or venue that we were going to be uh, at, just kind of mm -hmm. like help everybody out. But once, um, once the governor shot it down even further, um, I'm uh, not performing anymore. And, and, I, and actually, I, I look at my big calendars right here, and I don't know when the band will be performing out live for a while. So that has, you know, musically has hit us. So have you looked into, you know, these new ways of Instagram Live or, or, or Twitch or, or, or YouTube streaming and doing live performances or just, you know, doing just, you know, jams pre-recorded and uploads and things of that nature, just put, putting your stuff out that way? I mean, I've seen it um, being a, a violinist, a solo performance, at least in, 
this is my personal opinion, is not as entertaining as a guitarist because uh, they can sing and play at the same time. Yeah. And um, I, I do compose, so I can do that here, and that's not really a live thing. Um, but I've just been using this time that, okay, I can't perform, that's okay. I'll focus on my, my other bug out projects and just kind of keep that going. Yeah. And actually, um, it was uh, the 25th, so Saturday. So uh, a couple of days ago, we actually did a, um, a, it was a live feed in, a, in, in Habit of Grace that we, you know, we went in, wore masks, social distance and everything. And it was this big Hartford County uh, benefit uh, we raised uh, five thousand dollars for the Harf County Action Fund. I believe I believe that was called. But um, after that, though, um, I don't know when I'll perform next. But again, it's just it's just shifting the creative juices from one um, palette, so to speak, mm -hmm. one medium to the next. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I got a I got Bug Out Boys TV up here. So I see this is a. Uh... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the last episode uh, okay. that uh, that we did, and that's uh, that's uh, that's Violet, also my wife. <laughs> your your wife now, huh? Yeah, she's my wife. All right, very cool. Congrats, congrats. So Thank yeah, you. we got we got a lot of catching up. So this is Bug Out Boy. So I definitely got to, you know, uh, scroll through the other episodes and my and viewers out there, mm -hmm. definitely, definitely uh, check out his show. So that that's really cool because that's you know, like a survival show, like a real survival show and not, and not a Bear Grylls or Survivor Man, but like, uh, you know, something more of just, well, maybe, maybe Survivor Man's a little bit more real. Like I, I mean, just, I, as a yeah, I, I, I based it, I, I took a lot from Survivor Man. I, I did watch Bear Grylls. I watched um, Dual Survival and stuff like that. Very and cool. I really enjoyed uh, Survivor Man because it, he really was out there by himself. Uh, with the cameras and so I I take that idea behind bug out boys so again it's not um, it's it's I, I just call it real it's real mm -hmm. it's not reality it's real right. and it's uh, real TV real TV yeah, real TV <laughs> and but the only thing that's different is that I I it's it's a bug out it's like you you have prepared you're not finding yourself in the middle of the Kalahari desert like you know Les Stroud so it's it's it's, it's similar but just trying to expand Make, and, and make my own little niche. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, man. I like it. I like it. So like I said, uh, um, on the same page of being married, uh, I, I got married in June and me and the wife brought, thank you. And me and the wife brought home uh, a kid uh, March 5th. So, you know, we've got, that's our, that's pretty much our full-time uh, free paternity and maternity leave. And, Yep. And just hands on 24 seven with the kid. How long have you been married? Uh, I got married in uh, November. Wow. Okay. No, just, just, just now November. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, just November. I know uh, it's, it's a, a 11, 13, 19 was uh, our, our wedding date. Um, and then with, with the uh, marriage, uh, we have our six, uh, six year old daughter. Um, okay. And so I have, that's another thing that I'm doing in, you know, I don't need some music because both uh, my wife and I were, were homeschooling, you know? Yeah. You know, gotta, yeah. Gotta, gotta keep up, uh, keep up stimulating the brain cells. And yes, our, exactly. And it, it gets difficult too, because 
luckily we got a lot of uh, we we bought a couple of homeschooling books off of Amazon and stuff like that to you know supplement until the school system got their gripping gear, which per se. So so on. so you chose not to go with the Zoom schooling. Uh, so they they're actually they uh, Baltimore County is using um, they're using uh, Google right I believe mm -hmm. and Google, maybe was it Google Team no Google Teams. Is that I, Microsoft teams? teams uh, okay. But they only do that once a week. That's right. all. So the other, the rest of the days. And being that she's six and she's in kindergarten, mm -hmm. there's only so much that teacher can wrangle so many cats, so to speak, while okay. everybody. Um, so, but the rest of the the week, you know, we're we're sitting there at the table and we're you know doing sight words and learning how to do two plus two. Okay, which is, has been pretty interesting because they're sending this documentation. Uh, and it's Common Core. Well, I didn't grow up on Common Core, and neither did my wife. And we're looking at this, trying to figure out how to teach her how to do four plus four with Common Core. And we're like, eh. All right, here we go. <laughs> four, four. Now you have eight. Yeah. Now you have eight. So yeah, Common Core. All right. I'm going to have to look into that. See, uh, my wife's a third grade teacher, so. Well, then she probably is 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 like right on it because she has she she knows how to how to do that. Whereas you know, there's a bunch of uh, you know musicians and video editors like myself. My wife works for uh, Baltimore County Health Department. You know, we're not teachers. You know, yeah. and and but now we are. So that's but I mean, she's doing um, she's doing good. I mean, I mean, all things considered, you know not being able to go outside or play on the playground and, and stuff like that. That sucks. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's tough on, on a little brain like that. And yeah. I've been trying to come up with different little ideas, uh, games for around the house um, that we can, that we can do to kind of like break up the time, break up the monotony, if you will. Mm -hmm. Cause we're also trying not to do as much uh, screen time, you know, screen time's good, but you know, play with your Legos. You know, why don't you help me with the, I'm working on a garden right now on our, on our porch, you know, mm -hmm. uh, let's, uh, let's kick, uh, we have a, a ball, let's kick around in the house a little bit or tossing, you know, again, change it up a little bit. Totally. Yeah, man. Um, so technically the wife is on maternity leave because we just had the kid, but she's going right. to go back to, she's going to go back to work. She's going to go back to the zoom schooling, the, the online schooling mm -hmm. and yeah, so she's gonna need, I guess, maybe some technical help from me, being mm -hmm. the being the the online streaming technician, the audio video technician. I guess not exactly an IT guy, but you know, with modern technology and doing film and film and TV and audio video like we do, mm -hmm. you're kind of like a an amateur. Yeah, no. IT computer expert. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Amanda gets um she gets calls with the health department and she was just running through her speakers on her laptop and the calls were just, you know, there was a lot of trouble hearing them. And I just went into my filing cabinet here and pulled out a headset with a microphone, USB yep. it into her laptop and boom. boom. Yeah. And she, oh my gosh. It's so much better. Thank you. It's like little things like that. Yeah. So I'm sure you're going to do a great job getting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Your headset looks a lot better. They're a lot cooler than mine. So 
that's because okay so you know you, you make a great point with your re, with your with your youtube channel and your web series your your real tv show is that for me it's this is i think this is a gaming headset to be honest with you it's for playing video games and uh you know it's just finding workarounds like you know it's cool it's kind of lit up it looks 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 a little high tech right but you know understanding people understand that you know the kind of podcast that i would want would be you know you and i sitting across from each other with nice mics and uh you know ni- decent headsets but nice you know microphones with the mm-hmm. spit guards and kind of maybe a set decor like this and and we can we can have cocktails if we're going to have a and we're actually oh, yeah. we're actually physically in we're actually physically in the studio but people get it now it's it's quarantine it's shelter in place everything is like zoom, streaming zoom of zoom streaming and blah 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 and it's finding these hacks well, i was so, thinking about setting this up for you right right but I, mean, I was like i mean it would have been great but i was i I'm sure it sound, I'm sure it would sound better, but you sound perfectly fine. Exactly. The, the the video's fine, the the, the audio's fine, and people get that, and people are, are accepting, you know, this quality, yeah. and they and that might be the new normal in in five years. They might accept this quality because it's it's not necessarily it's not necessarily the audio video quality, but it's the content quality. I mean, what are we talking about, and and what's important, and how are we, you know addressing what such situations art mm-hmm. science or, or or current events or or technology or it's or, the substance yeah it's the substance yeah exactly so i mean for right now this headset and you know this you know i, I like got some, background i've got back i've got a simple background i got some branding you know like i dig it i like it the flags and some of the brandings and 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 putting that those ideas out there and that's it that's the background it's not going to be the other side of this basement, which is going to be, you know, unfinished walls and laundry machines <laughs> and junk in the corner. But, you know, I found a way to make something look, look somewhat decent and people get I like that. It. Yeah. So, I like it. I dig it. Um, and of course the freaking computer's going off, but, uh, but yeah. So how would you say, so, you know, you mentioned the music and you mentioned the show uh, mm-hmm. and how would you say personally? So, you know, you're, you're married, you got a six year old, how, and you mentioned the school, how else, would you say that personally you're impacted? Um, I mean, I guess I, I think it's more or less like a, so my, my mother is in, actually my mother and my mother-in-law are actually both immune compromised. Um, okay. So that, that puts another layer on things. I'm, I'm definitely extra cautious if I go out um, of, for example, I saw my parents, I went down there, they had already quarantined for, well, they, they've never even left their house, I think, yet. Um, and, but I made sure that I was fine for 14 days, went down and saw them. And I went and saw them the day before I did the, the, um, the Habit of Grace show, because I knew that no matter how much precautions I took, doesn't mean everybody else is taking the same low precautions. Right. And so I, I am now waiting another 14 days, well now 12, to go see my parents again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, uh, I, I think the, the most personal is for me, because again, being a survivalist of Bug Out Boy, I, I'm used to being um, isolated, mm-hmm. whether, solely by myself or with a few people 
I think uh, it's just you you can't beat yourself up, you know, um, with well I'm I'm not working out as much or I'm not being productive today. I mean it's 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 um, it's difficult to wake up every day and know that you can't see a friend or you can't see a family member as often. Cause I mean, um, some people are, are very, are, are very social people. Um, me, I am very social when I perform, but I've also am able to just kind of like go here at my computer and play, you know, the division two for four hours straight and not, <laughs> not miss anybody. Right. Uh, so I think, Personally, uh, it would be nice to be able to to see friends again, to be to be able to go out there and perform again. I think is the the most personal for me. Me personally, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I was never I, like, I was I was never a big brunch guy, never a big happy hour guy, never a big you know go out every weekend you mm-hmm. know bar. Never, never the big bar tab kind of guy. And right. now it's like, I cannot wait to go out to happy hour with the homies or with the wife and her friends, her whole social click, my whole social click and, and like get a fucking bar tab going. Or, or just, I mean, I really, I would just settle to be able to go over to my friend's house with their fire pit and yeah. have, mm-hmm. have beer. a little barbecue and beer right now. I mean, I, I'm not, a, I don't, and in my mind, it's like, I don't think like I'm asking for much. It's like, I don't need to go to a movie theater. I don't need, I don't even really need to perform right now. Just the ability to walk out my door without having to worry about touching surfaces and being able to go over to my friends and just, again, having a barbecue and a beer uh, to yeah. me just kind of makes it, makes you mentally salivate for that. So I, you, mm-hmm. you don't realize how much you miss it until you get like a little taste and then you're like, oh, wow it'd be really great to get back to normal now. Like, you know, quarantine was fun and dandy. I'm ready to get back to, uh, you know, being free. I mean, I, my, another thing for me is like, I am yearning to be out in the woods and I can't go there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice solid hike. And you, you live in the city or do you live no, in some, I, I, somewhat I, of a I, suburb? I live, in, I live in Hartford County. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so I'm, it's more, you know, look, like suburban? Yeah, suburban-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but no, still, yeah. But, I mean, I have parks, you know, near mm-hmm. me, but I technically I'm not supposed to be there. Now, I do yeah. see cars there, but I, I just don't feel like running a the ticket risk. or a yeah. $500 or $5,000 fine or, yeah, just it's just not worth it. So I, I – and also I'm not one that I just want to walk down a, a, a trail. Like, I <laughs> when I hike, I – I go, you know, yeah. I'm going to be out there for hours and sit there and absorb it and take it all in and not being able to do that. You know, that, that can wear on you for me. Oh that, yeah. That, that wears on me. And, 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 and like, like you said, the fire pit, uh, to a buddy of mine, who's a, who's a firefighter. And so he's mm-hmm. a, so he's a first responder. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he's got, he's got a dope house out in the middle of bumfuck Virginia fire pit huge house, um, me and other buddies of mine, you know, every, you know, one year we did it every three months, but you know, as I got married and had the kid and then she got pregnant and then, um, it was, you know, every six months, but we would go to his house for like a three day, four day weekend. Just drink, eat fire pit, 
go to a couple of local bars down the down the street from where he's at but mm-hmm. i mean yeah now and so him and his brother the uh the both of them were were two of my groomsmen and so they're both first responders can't hang out with them nope. can't go can't go drinking with them um another one of my so i mean really the only friends the only really close friends i have they were all my groomsmen but another one of my groomsmen uh and close friend uh is it works in aba so he works with autistic kids okay. he's he's down to one client but he still sees that client and so you know is the mother or the or the parents you know taking the precautions the 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 quarantine uh safety distancing and all, you know just the health precautions the covid precautions and right. is the kid taking the covid precautions i mean the kid's autistic i'm not sure how old he is how well aware because i'm not an aba specialist aba is uh, applied yeah. behavior applied behavioral analysis and so he so he deals with autistic kids and you know, I don't know how old or how aware this kid is. I'm sure my buddy, who he's the professional, mm-hmm. he's aware. And so he's always insisting, like, well, I'm healthy. We can still get together for cigars. I'm like, we can get together for cigars because we still haven't had the baby cigars. But wow, you need to keep yeah. but you need to keep them wrapped. I'm gonna Clorox the one I that I unwrap and smoke. You're gonna right. sit on the other side of my deck. He goes, Are you serious? I'm like, dude, I don't know where you've been. I love you, man. I don't know where you've been. I don't know where Techfall has been. I don't know where Big Bry's been. And right. then your first responders, you're dealing, you, you deal with this one client, but you can, oh, yeah. sit, you can sit on the other side of the deck. We'll bump some music. Uh, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll drink beers, you know, drink some vodka or some Jack or something, but we got to, we, we, we have to, plus, you know, out of respect to my wife, my wife is even, you know, more worried and concerned. So I have to I have my wife and my kid to consider. And exactly. so I want her to not only, you know, not get sick, but just be mentally, uh, yeah. mentally calm and, and emotionally calm and be like, yes. Stress free. I mean, it's already a stressful stress-free. situation. Yeah, and of course. You don't, you don't want to up it anymore, which I totally get because, you know, I, I, when I go out to, you know, get something from Home Depot or, or uh, something like that, you know, I'm thinking about, well, making sure I social distance, I have my mask, you know, if I, you know, I always make sure I don't touch my face and things like that. And right. know that once I enter our home, like we have like almost like a little clean room set up that you have that decon room and yeah. the front, right? Like, <laughs> I, like I, in I the know. space stations, like in the I space stations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like you, you know, you, you want to protect, you know, you know, your, your wife and your right. child. Yeah. And especially because, um, you know, as, as scientists are learning more about this virus on how it reacts to different age brackets, you know, you, you know, first it was, you know, the immune and the old and the, the really young, but now they're finding that like children are, um, not all of them, but they're, they're, they're asymptomatic, but they have it. Mm-hmm. But, but you don't see it. So they can be, you know, a carrier. So they, you think they're fine. They go see grandma, grandma gets sick now. And then you also have um, people in our age bracket, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're 25 or you, let's just say you're 20 to 35 to 40 is that bracket. They're getting it and they're stroking out and they don't even know why, you know, so there's, there's a, a lot of, uh, you know, I, I respect uh, when people say like, Hey, I don't know where you've been. 
because I look at people like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what level because you see some people wearing their mask and it's like, you know, right. It's below their nose or not wearing a mask or you constantly see them touching their face. And it's, um, I wouldn't say it's, it's something to be, it's not a scary thing, but it's something that you need to be aware of and people need to respect, uh, your choices on on what level that you are choosing to protect yourself and your and your loved ones. Yeah. So for the last two months, I was mainly the mainly the one because the wife had a C section, so she had extra weeks to to recover. Uh, and also, her immune system would be a little bit lower, not yeah. as, as strong after going through that surgery. Yeah. I mean, during during, during her recovery. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're the you're the guy. <laughs> yeah. And so today was the first time for her to actually go out grocery shopping. She wanted, she wanted to do it. She was excited, like, you know, get out of the house and, and, oh, go, yeah. do, and go do this. And, and she said, you know, it took her a while to put on these gloves and put on this mask and, and then, you know, put hand sanitizer on afterward. And it was like all this step-by-step -step process. And, uh, you know, I've been in the National Guard 10 years, so I'm kind of used to this whole PPE, this, that, and the other uh, sort of deal. And I've done it before obviously. So, uh, it, it got, it got kind of quicker. So I would have my gear in the car and then put on the gloves. And I got to the point where I was, um, wiping the gloves off with Clorox wipes, mm -hmm. then take, then take the gloves off, then hand sanitizer on the skin and then take off the mask. And, and, and I got into like this, this, this step-by-step -step process. And I told her what yeah. it was and she, and I told her what it was and I told her again and again and again, and I was just like, just remember, you know, you do this, you do this, you do this. And she goes, I forgot everything that you said. And, but you know, you, you know, you'll get it. You'll get it. And now that she can finally, you know, go out and, and do some of these errands herself, you know, she's getting used to it. But, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, it's a new normal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a new normal, it's, but it's also, you're, you can see uh, sociologically, uh, you know, with people protesting and getting uh, fed up about certain things is like uh, the acceptance of the new normal. People are accepting at different levels. And uh, I mean, and it, unfortunately it's causing, a, it's causing problems. And, uh, yeah. but uh, I, I can understand why people wouldn't want to accept this new normal. It's not fun. It's not, it's not fun. It's not fun and it's, it's not going to be fun, but it's kind of one of those things like, and I guess, you know, you being in the National Guard, uh, me with the survival also, uh, I do a lot of uh, shock trauma simulations. Well, I did before all this happened. Uh, the understanding that you, you, you tighten the belt early, you know, and, and, right. and you fix the problem, right. you know, and, and it'll, it'll, it's, it's, you're still going to, it's still going to, uh, I love the t-shirts sometimes, embrace the suck, but mm -hmm. get it over with, you'll get done faster. But um, hopefully, I mean, even me, I would say like, it'd be nice to get back to the old normal. It, it would be nice, but I'm looking at the calendar. I'm listening to uh, uh, president as well as uh, a governor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm looking at the calendar and I'm thinking, well, we're, uh, we're almost done with April here. And I, I, I foresee May to, you know, I, I am preparing myself mentally right. that May, that May is going to be just like 
like April. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe you'll get a little better towards the end, but I, I don't, I don't, it's not like May's going to come around and everything's back to normal folks. There's, there's just as there was a slow shutting things down, mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a reverse slow reopening things. And if you do that too fast, all this is going to get whipped up again. And I'm hoping people have patience. Yeah. So there's probably going to be, you know, the scientists and, and again, I'm not a scientist. Uh, I'm not even, I, I don't even, I don't even want to be labeled a pseudoscientist, but again, reports, news articles, there it's, it's, it's reported that there's going to be a second wave. And, and, and as, and as, and as we always know that the simple flu virus, the flu vaccine has constantly has to be upgraded because, because just the simple common cold and the simple common flu always mutates every year. And so this thing is going to do the same thing. And I mean, it already has mutated. It already has. obviously. And and they're, they're also, um, I've read some reports, uh, cause I, I try to be informed. I read from a lot of different places. Uh, that people that have had COVID and got better are not immune. Some have gotten reinfected by COVID. Now, is that, mm-hmm. now, I don't know. Again, I'm not a scientist. Um, but is that because it has mutated so far? Or does it mean that the body just isn't able to produce an antibody mm-hmm. to keep this, to, to fend this virus off? So uh, places that are, you know, kind of reopening right now when we really haven't gone over the hump yet. Uh, I mean, if, if, if you've read um, history of uh, the Spanish flu, uh, I think it was Chicago. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember, uh, made this huge parade to boost morale during the Spanish flu and <laughs> reinfected everybody. And then yep. that was the second wave. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, you know, we're, we're almost there. Just hold on, you know, to all the protesters out there, you yeah. know, I get it. I get it. You know, there's a lot of governors out there that are not being really awesome to our, to their state. I know. I think Hogan's been doing a, a pretty, pretty good job, but man, I would not want to be living in New York or Michigan or Virginia right now. Uh, I mean, some no of, shit. Yeah. I mean, some or of California. Are, yeah, or California or California. I think a week ago there was a, there was a big protest. Nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I would not want to be in those states. I mean, the governors are not doing, uh, I'll just say they're, they're, they're doing a shitty job. You know, they're, they're using the, the, the crisis as a political platform. And yeah, anyway, well, I get it. But at the same time, like you're, you're just going to make it worse. You know, you're going to, you're going to reinfect and then, you know, it's going to, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that people just, just a little bit more patience. Yeah. I think, Governor Hogan from Maryland, I, I, from what I'm seeing, he's doing a pretty damn good job. And, and, and I think we're lucky as far as Maryland goes. Mar- Maryland, we're, we're a lucky state. We, we're right next to D.C. We're in Virginia. And I think they're all just like, you know, hey, uh, let's work together. What's the best advice? And I think um, – not to dump on Hogan and not to dump on Maryland or Virginia, but I, but, but basically there's just like this general opinion that whatever DC does, Maryland, Virginia is going to do it, whatever DC does. And DC is yeah. very strict and very federal, oh, yeah. you know, it's the capital of the nation. And so whatever they do, we do. And it kind of trickles down from there. And yeah, I mean, and so, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'll, but I mean, Hogan was doing a really good job uh, earlier on where he was watching New York and he's like, we're not going to be like, New York. <laughs> Sorry, and, and right. 
I really appreciate it. It was actually a chuckle. It was it was a chuckling moment watching the the different um, addresses, state addresses that he was mm -hmm. doing. Mm -hmm. And I loved it that you know he went out and he was like, "This is what we're doing." You know, uh, you know, because it started off that you could uh, places uh, remember two hundred fifty people. As long as it wasn't over two hundred fifty people, you're fine. Mm -hmm. And then he knocked that down. I think to like fifty. Right. And then he knocked it down to ten. And he worked his way down. And I remember one address where we, we weren't really like sheltering, sheltering in place yet. Mm -hmm. And he said like, hey, you guys, you're not doing what I'm asking you to do. And you could just hear the tone of his voice. He's like, look, if you keep on breaking the law, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to slap you upside the head. And I'm going to make you shelter in place. And nobody listened. And well, here we are. You know, he, I think he did a really good job trying to be like, hey, uh, you know, work with me. I mean, right. uh, work with me, you know, stop having your, you know, your 100 man barbecues or whatever, because, you know, and the different, uh, you know, venues or whatever that were still open, even though they had no business being open. Like, um, I think he did a pretty good job so right. far. And uh, we'll see how it goes as we move forward. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, pretty good job. I mean, you know, in my neighborhood, we just, we, we'll go on runs, we'll go on jogs. There's a trail. It's, I mean, it's nothing spectacular, but what I've, what also I've noticed is that how bad would this have been had this happened in the winter and you really can't go outside and enjoy your back porch or, yeah. Your, or your three to four family member maximum barbecue. Right. Or you can't open up your window. I mean, right now, unfortunately, at least where I'm at in Maryland, uh, it's, it's, a little, it's a little chill. It's, it's still a little chilly, yeah. So, so the days where we hit like 66 or yeah. 70, I mean, every window is open up. But yep. like you said, I mean, if this hit in wintertime, and then now that um, the scientists Double. have figured out that apparently – COVID-19 is very susceptible to UV radiation. Mm -hmm. Well, during the wintertime, there's even less of the sun. Right. So what's being killed off, you know, on, let's say, a guardrail because mm -hmm. the sun's beating down on it. Well, in the wintertime, it, it might not be strong enough to kill it as fast. So it's able to, you know, uh, permeate more areas. Right. And uh, also... I mean, I know, I, I believe BG&E right now is not allowed to shut down any um, power to any houses or, or heating or something like that. But again, heat, you know, uh, the, the ability to heat one's house, um, you know, because, you know, that, that plays into it as, as well. And, and traveling. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that it's, this is kind of happening in a time period that, uh, is a little bit more forgiving um, weather-wise climate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the wife are definitely taking the kid out and to going on walks and we're, 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 we're enjoying it, man. I mean, what sucks is I think the last week it's been a bit chilly. And so, yeah. and, and I, and I thought like, oh, it's raining and it's chilly. Obviously, you know, everyone knows April showers brings many flowers, but you're like, I started to get, you know, like grumpy and like depressed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy fuck, if this was winter, mm -hmm. this shit would really fucking suck. So 
Thank yeah. God. So me and the, the wife, even though it was like 50 degrees and wet after a rainstorm, she still went on her walk and I still yeah. went on my jog. Yeah. And we were uh-huh. like, still enjoy this because if it was 15 degrees and mm-hmm. possibly even snowing, then yeah. how, then, then having to decon, having to PPE. I was about to say that. With the fucking snow. Right. Right. I mean, I was about to say that. I mean, you're thinking about like right now, you can go out with a mask, some gloves on, yep. and a t-shirt. Yep. And so basically you come back into your home, you, you know, gloves off, mask off, shirt off, clothes off, and you can just toss it all into the washer and dryer. And if, you, if you've been in a dirty area and boom, you know, hop yourself into the shower, scrub down, you're good to go. But if you're out there with a big old parka and some big old snow pants and, um, you can wear your gloves, but those aren't, you know, um, you know, nitro gloves. You know, those right. are porous. You know, they're right. going to hold stuff inside of them. You can't, you can't just Lysol those suckers, you know? You got to swap, you got to swap your leather gloves, with rubber gloves, or your mitt, or your winter mitt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been, a, a, and, and all the things that are around your face, and you have your mask, but, you know, like scarves and just like everything, mm-hmm. it would have been, quite uh quite a night a nightmare i mean people are already complaining with just a little bit of you know uh ppe that they have to wear now let alone if they had to wear the ppe with full-on you know winter layers right it'd have been <laughs> it would have been bad yeah 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 so um I mean, uh, yeah like going back to like these protesters I and mean, get i get it probably i mean a lot of these a lot of these protesters I mean, obviously, obviously some of them, and, and not to get too political or not to get too agenda-based, but mm-hmm. clearly a lot of them are flat earthers, and a lot of them are, a lot of them are conspiracy theorists, and a lot of them super, are... Super are, conspiracy theorists, yeah. I mean, um, some of them are pro-Trump, some of them are anti-Trump. I mean, I don't yeah, even, actually, I really, I really, I really it's, don't... It's a what? It's a, it, well, that's what you said. Some of them are pro-Trump, some are anti-Trump. It's a, it's a mixture. It's, it's, it's very interesting. I, I've been trying to tell people online, on Facebook, it's like, you know, they're taking our rights away. And I'm like, no, you know, you still got your freedom of speech. You can still practice your own religion in your home. You might not be able to go to church or mosque or synagogue, wherever you practice right now for right. good reason, because you don't want to spread it. But, you know, you know, it's, you know, tyranny and all this other stuff. I was like, and I'm trying to tell like, look, when they find when they come for your guns, when they try to take your guns away, then you need to be worried because that is what protects the rest of the amendments of the constitution is that you are able to defend yourself. Sure. And, uh, you know, except for like a few States, like, you know, again, New York is not being really cool with that. Neither is Virginia right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, except for those states, you don't need to, to protest that your rights are, you know, I, I, I should have the right to choose to wear a mask or not. I'm like, eh, you know, really? I mean, your rights are not, I wouldn't say your rights are like, that's not the hill to die on that your rights are being taken away. Right, right. I mean, right. it's, it's more, and, and wearing that mask is not about, it's, it's not about you. It's about everybody else. It's about everybody else because it, I think I think right now this whole COVID safety quarantine, you know, fines for not wearing a mask and fines for not sheltering in place, fines for crossing state lines, it's on the same level as a fine for a speeding ticket, uh, arrest for yeah. drunk arrest for drunk driving, 
fines for speed limits, fines for red lights, fines for stop signs. Yeah. And, and so if, how do I, how do I put this? Cause I, I was, I was given this analogy. I was giving this analogy to somebody else. So you're riding a motorcycle mm-hmm. within, within limits, but without a helmet, that's going to kill you. Right. You're riding, but you're driving a car drunk, fucking drunk. That's not only can that kill you, that could kill a lot of other people too. Mm -hmm. And so it's that, it's the mentality of, okay, I'm going out with no mask, no gloves, getting too close to people. It could spread, which will spread, which will spread, which will spread. This is how viruses work. Yes. Okay. And so. You know, you don't have to be a doctor or scientist to know that. And you don't have to be a doctor or scientist to know that driving drunk is going to kill other people. That's why there's DUI laws, DWI laws. That's why there's stop sign laws and red light laws and speed limit laws. And so it's not, so if, if a speed limit is not an impediment on your rights and red lights Mm -hmm. and stop signs, then everything else that has to do with the COVID and the quarantine is not an impediment on your rights. It's a restriction and a regulation for the safety and sanctity of the fucking community and society and, and it's temporary and it's temporary and, and honestly i think for at least the state of maryland you're only required to wear the mask when you go to like home depot like when you're in the building i, I believe i don't know if he updated that or not i don't know i mean i see people going on walks and jogs with masks on now yeah. in in my, in my in my little tiny, tiny cul-de-sac we don't do some neighbors do some neighbors don't i don't running i don't wear a fucking n95 i don't wear mm-hmm. i don't wear a freaking baklava or nothing like that mm-hmm. Bala, balaclava baklava bala balaclava, balaclava. Ba, yeah baklava is a fucking dessert right yeah it's great yeah. <laughs> it's a great really good balaclava yes i've had a baklava before <laughs> uh but i don't wear a mask of any kind when i'm running i don't go near people though yeah i if I see somebody across the street before right. it used to be before it used to be racist and now it's and now it's the new norm, get on the other side of the street, I'll wave and I'm just running and I just run past them and I'm and I'm six to nine feet. Yeah, I'm not wearing a mask when I'm running or walking or going on walks. Um, I am wearing a mask. I am wearing a mask. Going to errands, yeah. yeah, all all errands, all errands. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, any errand that you're going out where, especially if you're going to be in a closed environment um, and or you're, or you're going to be waiting in a line per se, I mean, just because it, it's just, again, it's not if, and when you were talking about the fines for these things and people were like, oh, I'm being fined for this. And I, was, and I said to a lot of people, like, if people would just do this for the betterment of society, for the nation, mm-hmm. there wouldn't have to be a fine. Right. But the only way to get people's attention, and unfortunately, I feel like in America now, is to put a dollar amount to it. Right. Because that's what... You, hit, you, people, you hit people in their fucking wallet, they're going to listen. Exactly. Yep. And it's, a, it's, a, it's unfortunate. But yep. if people would just do it because it's for the good, just for a little, you know, just until this is over, then you wouldn't have to have the fines. And again, like I said, it's temporary. I mean, now, if we're in, you know, July and numbers of COVID is, is gone, and they're yeah. still requiring you to wear a mask, and, and they haven't lifted the shelter in place, well, then you can start being upset about it. Right. But we're, we're nowhere near there. 
So, I mean, here's another question. So you got all these people out protesting, you know, bullshit quarantine, bullshit restrictions, da, 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 da. Now, that person, let's say three years ago, that person was at work. They had a coworker come into work with the flu or a cold, coughing and sneezing. Would they say, why didn't you stay home today? Mm. You're, gonna, you're gonna get us sick. And now that person is out there protesting against the restrictions. It's the same thing, but it's yeah. gotta be nationwide because people out of the fucking blue are getting infected yep. with COVID-19. Like, out of the freaking blue, man. Yeah, it's not even like they had direct contact with a known person that has the virus. It's all of a sudden, right. boom, they have it. Well, how did you get it? I don't know. And I'm not yeah. knocking. I'm not knocking Amazon. I'm not knocking Grubhub. I'm not knocking you know takeout foods. But people are getting it from these just touching it, touching yeah. mail. Oh and, yeah, and, like, and, I mean, and, and and so you have to take your precautions and just wipe everything down. Nothing because just no one ever knows anything. Mm -hmm. Really, well, no one ever knows everything. I should say. You're, you have to be personally responsible for your well-being. And right. I think a lot of, and uh, being, this kind of like wraps back into, you know, being a bug out boy, I'm always promoting self-reliance. Uh -huh. And I've, I've often had people come up to me and be like, oh, you're the survivalist bug out boy. You know, um, you know, why do you do this? And I said, well, you know, what happens if your car breaks down? Right. And like, well, someone will come fix it. Well, what if they won't? Or what if they can't? No, someone will come fix it. But what if they can't? Well, it doesn't, what if they can't? But it, but it never clicked in their mind. Like they, they refused to believe that no one was going to be able to come and get them. Or, you know, or the power to their house is knocked out for uh, a long time. That they're, they're just assuming that it's going to be fixed in no time. And... Uh, it's, it comes back to the self-reliance and the taking ownership of your own well-being that you need to wipe down those boxes or your mail. Or um, if you do decide to order in food, actually, that's in the episode that you were uh, previewing the viral pandemic. I mm -hmm. mentioned that, yeah, it's pretty awesome that you can still order food in, but you don't know where that bag has been. You don't know where those food containers have been, if they've been wiped down or not. How many deliveries did that guy do all day got all, you know, before his house? Has he sanitized his car, his door handles? You know, it's just, I can go on. Yeah. And so it's your personal responsibility to make sure that if you decide to take that risk, that you need to wipe down all that stuff before and wash your hands and everything else before uh, you bring it into what I would say your clean area. Right. But a oh, lot yeah. of people don't, have a lot of personal responsibility nowadays unfortunately they don't want it yeah well yeah well um you're right unfortunately you're, you're you're absolutely right so i mean i think it's i think it's a mix of you know the the kind of the conspiracy theory mentalities and and the flat mm -hmm. earther kind of the flat earther kind of mentality just the the stubborn hard-headed closed-mindedness but also a mix with as simple as it fucking is cabin fever it's the shining it's the oh yeah these are it's just basically a bunch of jack torrances and jacqueline torrances out there losing it oh yeah i mean i mean i know and that's where i kind of like i wish they would stop but at the same time like i get it you're you're going crazy you know you, you got to get out you, you got to do something and because it's you know cabin fever is is a real thing um but yeah yeah, it's 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 tough. Hopefully, again, we'll get through this quick enough. 
Yeah. I mean, in no time, because like you said, we're going to get through it quick because me and the wife, you know, a couple of days, we were like, when is this going to end? Oh my God. Have we cleaned the laundry? When was the last time I showered? But at the same time, we're like, holy fuck. It's just, it's, it's almost May now. Right. Uh, actually, my wife and I, I, was, I, I went to my calendar and just started, you know, ticking off the days because I hadn't done it in a while. you forgot and to and you I realized. Forgot to, right. And I did. And all of a sudden, boom, all of April, it's just black lines. I'm like, yep. holy crap, where did April go? Yep. And we're about to, I mean, Friday, May 1st. And, 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 and you and I are lucky. We have, we have a kid, we have a wife, and we have a child. And that's like, our main priority. And that is, and the next thing I know, the day is gone. Like every three hours, diaper mm -hmm. change, every three hours, diaper change, baby bottle. Right. Maybe watch something, maybe work on a passion project. And then you hear him crying, go run up, diaper yeah. change, baby bottle. Next thing it's 10 PM time to go to bed, get up yep. the next day. And so, yeah, these people need to find something better to do than do these protests. Like, 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 like you're doing your show. I'm doing my show. I've got other passion projects. I'm writing some scripts. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, I mean, I'm FaceTime and, and, and video chatting with family members all over the board and just showing and, and giving them FaceTime with the baby. You yeah. Know, grandparents I mean, and grandparents and, and uncles and, and, and aunts and, and other family members and just showing them the baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you're, you're totally right. I mean, it's, it's also, uh, you know, like you said, we're lucky that we have people that we're taking care of, which gives us things to do. But like you said, you're working on your scripts and I'm, I'm continuing to do, you know, bug out stuff. Um, you know, finding little projects that you can do and in the midst of your day, I, you know, you can only watch Netflix or Hulu or, or Amazon Prime for so long. I mean, you, you got to engage the brain. And I think a lot of these people, if, if they had a hobby or could find a hobby, I grant it, I understand, you know, hunters and fishermen, that's your hobby. You're a little SOL right now. But, yeah. but you know, how about, you know, if you're, a, I don't know, if you're a duck hunter, why don't you try giving carving up a duck decoy for, you know, I don't know, like, you know, trying to practice. Yeah. yeah. Or right. Exactly. I mean, um, clean all your guns. I don't know. Uh, you know, clean your fishing rod, reorganize your tackle box, you know, yeah. tie some flies. I mean, if you could, I'm just using those examples, mm -hmm. but like, you know, just find, I mean, my wife, she, she started knitting, you know, she's knitting a huge blanket for our daughter. I mean, just, something to 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 engage the mind and just and, and break the monotony right especially yeah. for the people that are alone uh -huh. at home who don't have like a family to 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 look after and sort of i guess provide those um distractions from from the monotony exactly yeah my aunt is a big quilter you know makes quilts she mm -hmm. made us she made us a quilt for our wedding she made us another quilt for the baby a Winnie the Pooh quilt for the baby. And then, and now she's doing masks and they're cloth masks. And mm -hmm. yeah, there, there might be some discrepancies with cloth, homemade cloth masks versus N95s, but that's, but that's just what she's doing because a, a mask is better than no mask at all. Yeah. So she's and, just, so she's just taking a lot of the extra fabrics. She's mm -hmm. just making all these masks and she's like, who needs a mask? Yeah. Uh, I, I think she's doing it for donations. I think she's doing it for very cheap. 
I think she, she, she should be an entrepreneur and kick off a brand, a whole, a whole product line. But, but I think she's doing it uh, more just to like, just do it, just something to do. Cause she yeah, I have, uh, some friends said she's just sewing masks for people, just giving them away because of the shortage. Mm-hmm. And that actually kind of segues ways into a really nice point that, you know, yeah, we got the, the protesters and the naysayers and the people that are, but one thing that I try to do, I focus on is I try and focus on a lot of the good things that I'm seeing happening in America. You know, there's a lot of uh, companies like, uh, uh, I know, no, I know Ryan Reynolds is a Canadian, but his gin company, I don't know if it's in Canada or in the United States. He, he's flipped his gin, gin production into making hand sanitizer. Right. There's a couple other uh, whiskey distillers and stuff in America to make hand sanitizer. You got people that are using their personal uh, 3d printing devices to print off, um, uh, uh, ventilator hookup tube, you know, things. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, um, I, I guess it's a, like a, a renaissance or a revitalization of homegrown here in America that's been happening. And also just looking out for your fellow American and trying to help people and not having a dollar amount put to it. Uh, you know, farmers who are normally, uh, you know, I saw an article where a farmer has, it's, a, it's a, like a mountain of potatoes that normally would be going to grocery stores, but because the demand isn't there, they would just sit there and rot. He just told everybody in the community that he's, you know, within a certain mile radius, free potatoes, you know, and, it, you know, farmers are giving away that I'm, I like to look at those things and I encourage other people to do it too, because that's the stuff that's going to get us through, you know, not the neat thing, not the, you know, you're, you're hurting, you're stepping on my rights. You know, the, the people that are like, well, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I make gin. I'll just use that one. I make gin. Well, a lot of people, they still need gin right now <laughs> or oh, whiskey yeah. or, or bourbon or beer. So I'm glad those people are still doing it. But like, Hey, we can shift a few of our stills over and make something that, you know, uh, first responders need, you know, and, and people who have sewing skills, um, make some masks that again they might not be n95s but they're better than nothing and better than nothing and i i think that that is something that i love looking at and seeing happening in our country uh that that people are are doing these things that are really you know they're innovative they're innovating and they're helping their fellow american absolutely that's why i mean that's that kind of helps me get through the day <laughs> when you see all like the negative if you look over here on the on the, the more positive things really uh, I actually, uh, and this is an American Australian scuba teams. I don't know if you saw this uh, the scuba tours are not happening. Right. So all those people uh, that normally would give the scuba tours are instead they're planting coral. Okay. So like, how, how awesome is that? You know, that yeah. doing these little things, you know, for the environment and for the people it's that that's what I, I like to look at. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, positivity. I mean, just find it, find a way to turn a bad, you know, make, what is it, what is it, make lemons out of lemonade? Exactly. Yeah. Everybody just wants to take those lemons and throw them at people and say, no, man, just make some lemonade and maybe even make a buck from it from a lemonade stand or something. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's got to be a, it's got to be a, a safe, sterile lemonade stand. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, man. A lot of, lot, 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 lot of, lot of meat there. So moving on to a different subject. Cause yeah, by all means. 
geez, just all these naysayers. Is there a series? Is there a movie, a series of movies? Or is there a, is there a series, a TV show or a episodic thing that you've been binge watching or, you, oh. or, or that, or that really, or that you just, or you just watched and really stuck, stood out in your mind. And, and I've uh, been, wa- been watched, binged, watched a lot of things. Um, I bet, I, yeah. uh, you got the time. Um, I think the first thing though, that really kind of hit home was just when this whole pandemic, well, I mean, it wasn't even a pandemic yet. wasn't declared. Um, I think it was called, pandemic on netflix it's a it's a documentary i think it's called i think it's called pandemic but it's on netflix it's a documentary and it's just documenting what these different countries are doing to try and prevent a pandemic you know prevent the next spread of sars or mars or swine flu that was pretty i felt that that was pretty impactful because uh, one of the people that they're following is this one nurse that is in this small rural hospital. And I think it was Oklahoma, I think anyway, just out West and the amount of hours that this one doctor, I mean, she pulls like 72 hour shifts. Wow. I mean, and so, and then you moved over to India and right now they're trying to fight. I think they're fighting, swine flu i think that's what they're fighting right now they're still fighting it and watching these doctors and these nurses not even wear their ppe properly was just mind-boggling so i felt like that was a really good show to um kind of get an uh, get an idea and again this kind of happened like right when it started that was great i really enjoyed that um, I did jump on the uh, Tiger King uh, <laughs> uh, cart. That was just uh, a train wreck that you couldn't turn away from. Um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, we have, the wife just doesn't, doesn't have the mindset yet to jump into it. Yeah. It's, we're, I mean, we're, we're watching more comedy stuff. Yeah. So, do uh, I, I mean, it's actually in a way it is a bit of a comedy to be truthful. Um, I was trying to tell her that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but the, the pandemic was definitely, I encourage a lot of people to watch that. It has a lot of really good information about, you know, uh, what people are doing, how, how a virus, you know, works, you know, cause a lot of people may not understand, uh, epidemiology, uh, as well as others. Um, that was really good. And then, uh, for, um, books, um, I've been reading, uh, this guy right here, um, the uh, Feral Nation series with Scott B. Williams. He's got a bunch of um, uh, survival-esque uh, fictional novels. And uh, The Pulse is one series he does. Some people might be familiar with that one. We've just been like going through those, uh, reading them. Um, the, uh, the Feral Nation one is actually kind of interesting because it doesn't involve like an electromagnetic pulse or... Um, you know, it's not nuclear bomb wasteland. It's actually the, he doesn't really go into full detail what happens, but it's basically just a sociological, like things just fall apart. Like a lot of riots, a lot of um, economic fluctuation that causes these things. And, um, and now you're left with this broken infrastructure in the United States with, of course, you know, the characters trying to survive and get from place to place. And I like, 
at this particular time, I enjoy reading the series because it really throws in some ideas. Like you hope it doesn't get to this point. Yeah. Like you start seeing the protests and stuff like that and, and, and it hasn't gotten to rioting yet, which hopefully it won't, but it kind of gives you an idea of like how fragile uh, society and the infrastructure that we have can be. Uh, so that's been really enjoyable. And then uh, last thing that I've been binging uh, has been the division two, which is a video game. Um, oh, okay. And uh, it's, it's funny because the whole premise behind the division, there's the division division two is that this person makes a new strain of smallpox and puts it on money during mm. black Friday. No shit. Okay. And that was, the, that was the first video game and you're dealing with uh, this. And this is, you know, days after and it just it like wiped out a whole bunch of people. Pan, it was a pandemic and you're part of this agency that's trying to keep order and so the division two is set in DC and during the springtime instead of the winter. And it's just, you run these missions and you hear these people talk about contagions and viruses and antibodies and all sort of stuff. And uh, it's funny, my wife will sometimes be sitting on the bed behind me doing work, but she can hear the game and she'll be like, she'll be like well, isn't that ironic or a coincidence of, because of you know what people are doing so those are that's what i'm doing right now to kind of pass the time yeah uh, uh you know you you raise a good point because i chose to stay away from such subject matter only to we me and the wife we get the updates on the phone we get the we, we get the basic information we need you know uh casualties are up casualties are down uh, you know this week coming this uh the dead center of this month, blankety blank, is going to be most important to stay inside and not do anything. No, don't go anywhere right. because statistics show and blah, blah, blah. We're getting all those updates. And so we really are trying to keep, you know, more positive and fictional and fantastical, fantastical shit mm -hmm. uh, on the screen to keep, our, to keep our minds off of the negativity and not freak us out even more because... I mean, I've been watching a couple of zombie things and a couple of uh, intense things, sure. But, you know, especially with her, I think she just needs more of a comfort of comedy, oh, yeah. comedy and fantasy. But um, pandemic, oh, yeah. at, at least pandemic. And you raise a good point. See, it's funny. Uh, my buddy that I mentioned earlier, who's a who's a firefighter, he kept talking about the N95 like it's this big deal. The N95, the N95. We're doing training. We're doing PPE training. with, the N And I'm like, bro. I have an N95. It's a fucking mask. You put it on your head. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, man. You know, there, there's a lot of uh, first responders and doctors and nurses that don't know how to wear this shit. And, and, and so, like, you even kind of reiterated the point that even the professionals, the big money makers, are not putting the shit on right. Yeah, no, and, I mean, it's uh, my, my wife and I sat there watching this. And the nice thing about it, it's, it's a documentary, mm -hmm. so it's not, like, intense. So... Again, I, I believe it's called Pandemic, mm -hmm. um, and it's on Netflix. Uh, you're, we're watching this, and you're just – this doctor is in a room with a very sick, like almost needing to go on a respirator, swine flu patient, and he's not wearing gloves. Mm -hmm. he's, he's got rings all over his hand and bracelets. Jewelry. Jewelry, yeah. Jewelry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And – 
and some of them have the mask, you know, pinched at the nose. Some don't. Some have it below the nose. And 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 if you, again, if uh, again, I'm not a scientist, but I know epidemiology a little bit. This woman is in this, you know, I don't know, six by six, maybe I don't know, probably ten by ten. Was it ten by ten room? Mm-hmm. And every breath that she's putting out is putting out this virus, every cough, every sneeze. And that gets condensed in this room and makes that room more uh, 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 dangerous or uh, volatile. And you're not doing this. And you don't see any of them go over and, you know, do some Purell afterwards or anything. And even if they did, they're wearing all this jewelry and, you know, the virus can get underneath. We're just sitting there and we're like, well, no wonder they haven't you know, knocked out. So, I mean, granted, unfortunately, in India, they're highly overpopulated and living on top of each other, which doesn't help. But you're not helping yourselves. Right. So, and then you're telling about your friend. Your friend has to, uh, he or some other people have to have lessons or uh, 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 tutorials on how to properly wear this stuff. I mean, I, uh, I'm referencing again, but my, my pandemic, uh, viral pandemic video that I did, I sit there with an N95 and I have a half shield respirator uh, from 3M with when I can change out the filters and I, I got a beard and I'm telling you like, if things get really bad, this beard's coming off right. because you need it to seal or mm-hmm. I'll use some Vaseline like I do when I scuba dive. But uh, you know, you, you got, <laughs> if you have this big old bushy beard and this little guy, it, you're not helping yourself. Right. So yep. it's, it's, um, it's, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess shocking would yeah. be a, of how many people of, that are in that business, those fields, don't know. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's, I'm glad that they are getting the proper education because, I mean, I have mad respect for all of the first responders out there, police, fire, EMT, all of them that are, still going out there, still doing their job, knowingly going into uh, areas that could be contaminated to help somebody. Um, I, actually, I, I think I heard of somebody that some families are like quarantining their own grandparents. Right. And yeah. then they're, but, but there's no bathroom in there. So yeah. It's not much of a quarantine if there's no bathroom in there. Well, it, it is when they're making them use a bucket, you know, okay. right? Damn. And like these, and then so eventually it gets bad and they have to call, you know, the, the, the people, EMT, first responders, and they have to go in and, and do that. And so I give them a lot of, a lot of uh, credit, first responders, as well as all of the, um, the nurses and doctors in the, in the uh, hospitals that, you know, you're, you're, you're practically ground zero there. Yeah. Every day you're going to work to ground zero. That's it's tough. So I'm glad that those that might be a little bit uh, unknowing on how to wear proper PPE are getting the, the education so they can protect themselves. Well, yeah, he's a DC firefighter, so that, that that's that's DC. So yeah, yeah, they're not they're not playing games there. Yeah, that's good. Well, oh wow. So um, what would you say is your next agenda or your next goal? set of goals, your next agenda for say the next month or two? Uh, okay, so 
I think my next agenda really is going to be like just continuing. I'm, I, I look at my calendar and I'm going to be filming as much of the reviews, the bots, uh, the, the pioneer preps, all of the videos I can do in my home um, as much as possible. And uh, thanks to uh, being able to schedule videos now on YouTube, you can upload them and schedule them to release on a certain date and time. Mm -hmm. And my, so for the next couple months, I really just want to hit the grindstone and film. And if I can have videos scheduled till August, if not till the rest of the year, uh, then those are done. Uh, uh, that would, that would feel really good. That way, no matter when this releases, I can get out in the woods and get back onto the episodes without having to, uh, worry about filming those other things. Right. Yep. Um, so that's on the bug outside. Um, I also uh, have started and I'm gonna continue, um, I'm kind of putting a little like a, a garden on, uh, on our porch. Nice. On our deck. And that's gonna be really awesome, especially once it gets warmer. Being able to go out there, um, you know, trim, see things grow, kind of, it kind of gives you like, I know you lose track of days, but you know, you go out there and all of a sudden your tomato plant has tomatoes on it. You know, that's, that's kind of a good feeling. You've made that grow. So yeah. I'm going to be working on a garden. That will also help uh, give my wife and my child something to do. And, and you know, oh, I want to, can, can I go out and look at the plants? Oh, of course you can go out and look at the plants. You know, look and tell me how many peppers are growing, you know, you know whatever. Uh, right. Do you want to water them? You know, it's an activity. Uh, so the garden, the videos. Um, I think uh, even um, I might even break out my, my keyboard and start maybe working on some compositions um, that uh, I'll eventually like, I don't know, submit them to Pond5 or uh, create some ambient music. I, I like doing that from time to time. But those are uh, my goals uh, for me. And then, of course, you know, continue to, to hopefully keep my family safe and entertained uh, and, and continue the education of our daughter. Uh, those, because you know, you're coming into the end of the school year anyway, you know, and I don't know if they're gonna try and do a summer school once everything is decontaminated or not, I don't know. I just know that I want my daughter ready to rock first grade when hopefully, you know, come the fall and schools open up again you know, she's ready. Yeah. So those, those I think are my, my big, my big goals. If I can get that stuff done that way, when this lifts, not if, when it lifts, um, I'm, I'm hitting the ground running me and my family. We're all hitting the ground running and, and we can enjoy, uh, life, you know, there's, there's no reason not to go over to a friend's house for that barbecue and beer that we've been jonesing for for so long because all of our work is, is laid out and done. We, we did the hard work now or so we can kind of really enjoy later. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing that I took, the biggest thing I picked up was entertaining the family, keeping the, keeping the family entertained. Mm -hmm. Now you have a six-year-old. I have like a six-week-old. Right. Re re really, really really eight week old, you know, two month old. Right. But, uh, yeah. Entertaining them and making sure shit works because, uh, one of my big money makers was not only live streaming, 
in mm-hmm. acting and filmmaking, it was AV work. So for example, you got a conference at a hotel, you know, setting up the speakers, setting up all these different monitors to show all the different brands of all the vendors, you know, those, those big conferences at hotels, mm-hmm. and you're doing those huge screens and projectors and then smaller monitors. And so it's a lot of like HDMI and HDTVs and getting a signal from a computer or a display or whatever. And so I find like I've been doing a lot of that shit around this house, you know, like mounting, mounting TVs to the wall and, and preferring, preferring to buy smart TVs. So everything's inside of it. All you got to do is fucking plug it in. Yeah. All the apps, all the apps are inside that right, TV. Right, they're already built in, yeah. Yep. And, I mean, that's- uh, that's a, a great point that uh, that you're saying you're, you're you're modifying or you're you're upgrading your home, mm-hmm. and uh, that I I want to kind of continue to do that. Like f- funny enough, you know, I uh, you know obviously I'm I'm unemployed at this point because no music is happening right now. Um, so I got a little bit of something from from the government, and instead of using it to like you know I don't know buy a toy, we'll just say that. I actually bought a nice little end table for uh, the family and it was like the best thing ever that we did for the house. You know, something mm-hmm. new, uh, it's, it's functional, uh, it's great. So a, a lot of, um, I think a lot of people, if they kind of like work on their own home, they, you have time now. And as long as you're doing okay financially, you have the money to do it. This is a perfect opportunity for you to, you know, fix that banister that's broken or, you know, you've always wanted to mount that TV or put in a, 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 a Wi-Fi hotspot. Um, that's stuff. I mean, me, um, since we're an apartment, I don't, I don't get to do a lot of uh, permanent, you know, things like that. But uh, I plan on actually, uh, I've been slowly buying car parts. And I'm probably going to redo all the brakes on my one vehicle and switch out the brakes on, for, on my wife's vehicle because, you know, not doing, going anywhere. And I have the skill and I have the time right. so, and just waiting for the weather to warm up just a little bit more. So again, finding things that you can do with your home or. Uh, yeah, I've done all that. I'm, I'm all out. You're all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm all out of that shit. And when we bought it, when we first moved in, I kind of jumped because I'm full-time freelance. I jumped on all that shit when I had the downtime between gigs and now does Alexa run your house yet? She actually, you know, it's funny you mention that. The wife just asked about Alexa. She wanted me to buy her Alexa. I got, I got a, I have a tech savvy friend. That's what, that's what he does. Yeah. Um, and he, he can tell Alexa to start his car, or okay. to, he can tell Alexa to unlock the back door. Or well, yeah, if you got those or, smart locks, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta put the infrastructure in. But yep. like, I mean, he's done a lot of that stuff. So I mean, you know, I mean, you say you've done everything, but maybe you do those like uh, the smart outlets and the smart switches where he's like, yeah, Excel living room at fifty uh, percent, and all of a sudden, that's that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad it, idea. It could give you something to to look into. Smart home and Alexa. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, I mean, you got the skills. Well, I had, well, we had to start with like the basic infrastructure, like repainting everything and, and patch and drywall. That's the important stuff. And I had to like, you know, I kind of glued down. So we had, so on the, on the, on the back deck in the downstairs back deck, we have two sliding glass doors. It's like two small ones instead of a big one. It's Mm -hmm. it's a weird design. One of them won't even fucking open. The other one opens real well. So I kind of like, I sealed it 
since it won't open or it's impossible, it's almost impossible for someone of, of my great strength to open. I just, I just decided to fucking just seal the whole thing. And I did a painting on it. So it's a big glass, but I did a painting from the inside so that when you're outside looking, it looks like two dogs and a couch. Okay. And then I want to paint. And, and so, so, so that painting's already there and then paint over it again so that on the inside, it looks like a blue sky with hills and trees. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that'll and, be a fun project. And so I'm, I'm like, and, and I'm halfway done with that. But I think once I finish that, I'm going to have to have Alexa run my whole house. I mean, you know, if I was a busy guy, that would work. But I don't think we should have that just yet. Because since we're quarantined, and since there's really nothing else to do, we need to be hands on. We need to have like, yeah. we, are, we already have the streaming, you know what I'm saying? We already have yeah. the streaming and that we already have the technology to still have Zoom happy hours and Zoom socials and Zoom school. Mm-hmm. And when I say Zoom, it could be, you know, Microsoft Teams, Google Teams or Google Skype Hangouts or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. Skype or whatever. I'm just using Zoom because I've been doing so much Zoom with all sorts of different projects, but mm-hmm. you know, video, video, video hangouts and, and, and socials and happy hours. And, and, and my, my parents, you know, the grandparents seeing the kid, all the grandparents and all the, all the distant relatives seeing the kid on the video. It's like, maybe I should be walking all the way up stairs to fiddle with the AC and then walk all the way down. That's a way to get exercise. You know, That's, and, I, and I, I would not disagree with you. On yeah. that. I think, especially when, you know, a lot of people are joking with, you know, the COVID 20 or the COVID 19 pounds that everybody's putting on because they're not moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I try to do my best. I'm, I'm, I'm not great, but <laughs> I try to every day because, uh, to do like some push ups or some pull ups. Mm-hmm. I, I got a couple of dumbbells and just, I uh, know, um, go on a walk or whatever. So I agree. I definitely agree with you that at this moment in time, it's probably more beneficial for your body, like health wise for you to walk up, to reset something or to change a light bulb or to click a switch, you know, the, the more movement, the, the better. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, not, uh, I know this uh, phys- physiologically that, yeah, you're going to gain weight, but if you're not working your muscles, your muscles don't stay, you right. know, your, your body is kind of lazy in, in that way that it, if you're not using it, you lose it. And, <laughs> and, yep. and, 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 you know, you, but you, you laugh, but you think about it, if you're now spending, uh, eight, six, eight, maybe 10 hours sitting on your couch watching binging stuff and, you know, yeah, you could have to go to the bathroom or whatever, but you're, you're not moving where before, let's say like you were, uh, a server or a bartender or, or, um, or, uh, you know, a, a tech guy and you're up on your feet for eight hours. Well, and now your body isn't going to be ready to do that when it's time to go back to work. You know, yeah. your body will be like, what are you doing? And, and your legs are going to be, I wouldn't say go extreme as atrophied, so to speak, but they're not going to be what they used to be because you're living this whole it, different life. It's still atrophy. It's not extreme. It, at, it's not right. extreme atrophy. It's not, it atrophy. it's not hospital atrophy. Right. Unless if you don't, let it i mean yeah right. like, like you but said it, you are correct it is atrophy your muscles are going to atrophy in, yeah. in this case so yeah you know what i i totally agree with you that 
it would be cool. You know, I was, I was just trying to give you a project, but <laughs> it, it'd be cool for, for the Alexa. But I, you know, I, I agree that maybe you just hold off on that until. It's not know. a bad idea until after the, the COVID. Right. But I've got I've got a big project, and that's an eight month. Uh, that's a two month old, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna focus my energy on that, keep on busy. the on the bare minimum that and this house your, needs. I'll keep you yeah. on. I'll keep you busy on your feet moving around. Yeah, the bare minimum of what this house needs, and then and then and but the kid, man, the kid's like the ultimate, oh, yeah. the ultimate project. So, well, yeah. you look you look pretty good, you know, you're well rested and all, so you're hanging in there, man. Yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Well, um. And you too, man. You look well rested. You look you you look healthy. But here's the beauty of it, and and I'm not going to say you're lucky because I'm sure I'm sure you're still busy as fuck. But a six year old can 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 help you out. Yes. And a, and a two month old is completely what? useless, cute as cute as a button, but yeah. completely useless and helpless and dependent yeah. on on the parents. So yeah, she uh, yeah she can help out when she wants to. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that's the big argument me and, me and the wife are having. She was thinking like maybe we since we already have all the onesies and we have the bassinet in the crib, we try to work for like two under two. And I'm like fuck no. I want the first, I, and so he's a boy. I want this kid to be like four or five, so he can go fucking get shit. Right. When go go go. Oh, I'll, can you run upstairs and grab me a bunch of baby wipes? What are those? The, the frick, grab all the shit. Just grab right. all the shit from upstairs because we left it all upstairs. Just keep grabbing it more. Grab right. it the other thing. Grab the other or, thing. Or, or have like a a bag that's not too heavy that you know yeah. that he can grab and it's like he is like go grab that pink thing. Yeah, grab the pink thing. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And as opposed to like two completely helpless useless dependent not, and when i say useless i mean in all honesty i know what you mean they can't do anything <laughs> I, I i know what you love them yep. you love them but, but once he's once he's four or five he's useful he can right. be useful in a way but well, uh back in the day that's why they had a whole bunch of kids because yep. the kids would help watch the younger kids as well as they would yep. you know they would help around the house right so yeah actually it's 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 very interesting uh, the, the family dynamic now because uh, a lot of parents, single or you know, uh, full set parents, are having to. Um, I don't want to say deal with, um, but live with their kid without any backup. You know, grandma, grandpa, nanny, whatever. Yep. They're not coming to save the day. Yeah. And it's really, um, I think, uh, an eye opener for a lot of people that have mm -hmm. relied on uh, those those safety nets. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know this this is uh, what's what's the the it, it takes a something to raise a, a village to raise a child is that is that the quote yep. or something like mm -hmm. that? It takes a village to raise a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and and guess what? We don't have that. We don't have a village now. Right. You know, and right. I think that's uh, I I. I it's a different perspective. I think it's really opening up some eyes of some parents on what it takes for you to be uh, a parent 24 seven. Whereas, you know, you could maybe get that five hour break, you know, cause you went to work or something like that. And now it's like, Nope. Right. So yeah. it's, um, so. Well, well, well that, well that segues right into my next point is that what, What's your view of the new normal? What is your what what what's what's an idea or two or what is your view your general idea of what 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 could be our new normal? Uh, I so the new normal as in like once uh, everything is back to normal, like back, or, or back, like, well we're not gonna we're never gonna go back to the normal. 
we're going to we're going okay. to be having a new normal I, once the floodgates I, open because we we yeah go I, ahead. no 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 I, I I so I think my idea for the new normal is is kind of say goes back to what I was saying like um, I'm hoping that this is though it's been tough it will be kind of like a, a revitalization or I think or a renaissance of bringing uh, stuff you know, taking care of ourselves, like, you know, taking care of your community, taking, you know, looking after your neighbor, um, uh, you know, paying attention to politics and policies, you know, in your own state, uh, you know, uh, a lot of homegrown stuff, you know, whether it be small businesses, you know, I, I know at least where I'm working, a lot of us are really doing our best to like support the local uh, businesses, mm -hmm. uh, you know, not that we don't like the chains, but if we can help out, you know, the, you know, the, the small brewery, if you will, instead of, you know, we were doing it, I think I'm hoping that that's going to be the new normal as we get through this and come out on the other side that, you know, people are going to want to buy um, locally. Uh, you know, people are going to continue to be innovative and entrepreneur. Maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, a lot more industry will come back to America. That would be nice. I, I mean, I've always wanted that, but I think where you have the case, like, I guess an example is like one of the problems with testing for COVID-19 is that we don't have enough tests. Well, why don't we have enough tests? Is that an infrastructure problem? Is that because we don't have enough labs here in America that mm -hmm. can produce these tests? You know, enough, we don't have enough factories, enough warehouses to exactly. build shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping like this is an eye opener on a you know individual level of what I can do and be a part of society and you know a, a member uh, of society. The, uh, also not taking for granted being able to go to a bar or a restaurant or see your friends down the street, yeah. you know, appreciating those moments more than we were. And then moving up to states, again, understanding who you're voting for, you know, uh, and then also working on a national level of, you know, companies looking after the people that buy their products, you know, with people, you know, doing the whole, uh, uh, hand sanitizer thing, people making masks for each other. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it's a, a revitalization of, of homegrown uh, America and realizing that, did we make it? Yeah. Did we make it unscathed? Maybe better than some other countries, but we could have been better if we had our own infrastructure, if we didn't rely completely on like a, a one world, um, uh, uh, not government, one world um, economy, you know, mm -hmm. where, you know, we don't, uh, we don't, we can't produce enough Tylenol here in America because we always get it from China right. and you don't want to be taking any China Tylenol right now. So I, I, I don't know if that's a thing. I'm just using it as, a, as an example. And no, and I was, and I was going to bring up China, you know, everything's made in China. The, and I'm, and I'm not going to bash any governments. I'm not going to bash any nations. But, I mean, to the best of my knowledge of, of what simple, you know, layman knowledge I have of COVID is that it came from China. It, 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 well, that's, that is a, uh, a fact. Okay. 
And it, it, and it came from the Wuhan. Uh, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of articles and there, I mean, I know there's some conspiracy theories out there, but it did. And, right. but and also, you, Asian bird, uh, uh, Aryan or Asian bird flu or avian, avian bird flu came from there as well. I mean, yeah. it, it really makes you wonder when you order something off of Amazon, what's coming yeah. from China, what is being manufactured here. Right. Um, I'm not, I've always I'm, been a big buy made in America. Oh yeah. Me too. Me too. I've always yeah. been. And I'm kind of hoping that is another thing that like people will get around. Like, I don't really want to. And I think, I think this thing was made in China. Into the flag. I, I, I probably was. I think this thing was made in China. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, the, the Chinese, yeah. the Chinese American flag, that, that's, that's like a, a long joke, but. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of, kind of hoping you know that because um, there's nothing wrong with imports and exports, but no. we need to we need to like rebuild our nation's economy with product and and with manufacturing right. and with produce and 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 bringing the workforce of our product. If we're going to be eating it, using it, building it, shipping it, and we also need to be making it, mm-hmm. you know, because all this country's doing is spending and not and not. Yeah, we're, we're importing and spending is the most, I mean, yeah, we're the, the biggest corn producers in the world, right. which is yeah. great, but um, I think we're actually the only ones, I don't know, because corn is, is a North American, but um, I mean, that's great, but like, again, I'm hoping that the new normal will be a uh, a focus back on America starting in the home. And then branching out into uh, the, the nation. And I, actually, I kind of really hope it not, uh, I am an American, obviously, so I, I hope it happens here. But I really kind of hope it happens to other countries as well. I mean, right. uh, Italy and Spain that are getting reamed right now with yeah. the COVID. And uh, hopefully they're, they do that. You know, it's, it's not... I don't think it's it's ever been taboo or should ever be taboo to really want to buy something that's made in your own country. You know, I understand that you can't do it all, but I think I always take a lot of pride when I find something like a flashlight or a knife or whatever. A lot of the gear that I take on bug outs, I try to make sure the majority of it is made in America uh, because I want to support those local businesses, but I like, I, I'm an American and I want to have an American backpack, you know, and that's, and I, and I think it'd be perfectly fine for an Italian to be like, I'm an Italian and I want an, an Italian backpack. Italians can have Gucci. That's absolutely right. Right. You know, yeah, so, yeah, so let's, let, yeah, absolutely. And let's, let's make our own version but, of that. So I'm hoping that's, that's, that's my ideal new normal is, that sort of mindset i'm hoping i know it, it might be a lofty you know lofty hope but i'm hoping that 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 that's what it happens well, i love it i love it i love it if you had one point to close out with one bit of advice one point what would that be uh i would just i mean for the people that are viewing this um i would just say hold fast you know i know it's tough i know you know cabin fever, you know, the masks, you know, do your homework. Don't just believe one media, whether it be Facebook, 
NBC, ABC, Fox, you know, do your research. Um, and then, uh, and then just stay safe. You know, again, it's, it's not necessarily about you. It's about everybody. And if we all just do our small little part and yes, it may be a little bit inconvenient, but if we all just do this, that small little inconvenience, like a month or two of inconvenience versus the rest of the year, the, the big picture is going to be worth it in the long run. That, that'd be that. Yeah. Hold fast, stick with it and we'll get through it. Hold fast. Absolutely. I love it. Hold fast. Well, you heard it here. Uh, Johnny Benson, bug out boys, any other socials, plugs, links you want to, you want to put out there? Uh, sure. Yeah. Again, uh, uh, bug out boys TV that's on YouTube. Um, you can also find us on Instagram. And again, it's, it's, it's at uh, Bug Out Boys TV. So we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, uh, I said it already. YouTube. We got a Patreon channel as well. And then uh, I actually am rocking one of our own shirts that I've designed. Bug Out, that's on Spreadshirt. Um, check us out. Uh, there's a lot of really good information on there from, you know, wood stuff to even, you know, stuff that we're dealing with right now. And, um, and then if, uh, once this is all over with, uh, and we are in the new normal and we're able to get out there, uh, check out the new brigade, uh, come and see us, have a beer with us. We love to entertain. And uh, you can find that on Facebook as well. We heard it here, Johnny Benson, new brigade, bug out boys. And to my viewers out there, like subscribe, share, comment, thumbs up. If you loved it, thumbs down. I don't care. Ring the bell for notifications and check us out next time.